Oh, my goodness. We are almost done with fantasy football, and I got making his second appearance this year, Justin, on the podcast. Justin, good evening. Good evening, sir. So you did something for the league for once. I was pretty impressed. You actually made some grades of all of the deadline trades, and uh, I was impressed you put some effort forth. I I did. You know, I uh, was impressed by our trade deadline. I think for the first time ever, we had buzz surrounding the trade deadline. Well, uh, interrupt you there. Last year, we had a bunch, too. There was a a bunch of deals at the end, uh, the deadline last year, too. I remember that, baby. Two years in a row now. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't paying attention last year. I think because I sucked. (laughs) Welcome aboard. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun to be here. Yeah, I was with Fat on Saturday. Um, and Javi also at some point on Saturday, but with that up to the deadline pretty much. So it was just an exciting day. He was talking to me about some things he might do, didn't end up doing. Um, I saw trades going down and it just, it gave me a, a, a buzz that I thought deserved some sort of ra- uh, wrap up and some sort of grades. Um, so that's why I did it. Absolutely. And, uh, Casey was right. The formatting was horrific on your iPhone, but on the computer, it looked lovely. Thank it you. looked really nice. Thank you. And it was well-written. Well-written. You clearly have a college education, so that's good to see. Uh, I do have a doctorate, sir. So that's Yeah, that's not too shabby. That's so right. let's see if that doctorate's going to pay off with some of these grades. So let's just go in the order that you have it on the message boards. Took up two message uh, posts. That's, that's a lot of information. Yeah, and this was the edited version. Oh, I would like to see the unedited version one day. Director's cut where it gets pretty, pretty bad for Casey. (laughs) Indeed. Okay, so uh, I believe the first one was Ernie. You like that he didn't make any moves at the deadline and you gave him an A, I believe, or an A plus? Uh, Yeah, I gave him an A. uh, Yeah, and I just figure when you're undefeated, why mess with it? The only thing that could happen is you end up losing and look back and go, why did I mess with something when he hasn't been beaten? So I think that's an A. It's not always easy to stay put, uh, but patience pays off, and so I give him an A. Yeah, and to be honest, he doesn't have a lot of things to trade besides his main pieces, which, again, that goes to your point. Why would he do that? But his bench doesn't have much to trade. He couldn't have like consolidated two or three guys and got even a, a bigger stud. And even if he did, there's really nowhere to put that stud on his team unless he got maybe a better running back uh, because James White looks a little iffy nowadays. But, yeah, why, why mess, mess with a good thing, I suppose? So that's pretty straightforward and boring. Uh, who is our next uh, grade that you so, have on that list? So I went down according to our standings right now. And so Javi, who got my only A-plus, is next. Okay, and why an A-plus? Well, I mean, Javi, I thought – took what you want to do right is he realized he had two very solid tight ends so one is just sitting on the bench wasting away if you can take something that's ordinarily on your bench and get value out of it i think that that's huge um and it paid off for him i mean it's this week was huge the guys he acquired mostly chubb from you um but also um it just getting rid of, I think, Kittle, who really Ebron, if you look at the numbers, actually Ebron's been better, even when not taking into account his big week this week. Um, I just thought he did a great job there. And he really needed to make a move, I think. He needs a Chubb or somebody. If he's going to 
beat Ernie or honestly even beat myself or Rich when Rich is playing well. He needs someone like Chubby needed to make a move. Someone that's going to get him maybe 30 points. Um, and Kittle's upside is really 20 points. So I thought he did a good job with that. I hear you. And we'll get to the reasonings behind the Chubb trade, I think, when we get to me. But the one issue I do have is, well, it was a good trade for the player he got. And obviously, it worked well this week. Don't forget, Chubb is on a bye next week. And the MVS is – he's a good player. He's number two in A-Rod's Green Bay offense. Like, he isn't a throw-in. He's actually a legitimate piece. So, he actually did give up a lot of value to get Chubb. Uh, but you're right, both of those – I mean, MVS is probably in his starting lineup. And Kittle is in his starting lineup. So he traded two two guys in his starting lineup for one guy now. But if you believe in Ebron, I then it's an A plus. I I don't believe in Ebron. Like going forward, honestly, who would you rather have, Kittle or Ebron? It's a wash to me. Mm, see, it's not it's not a wash to me. Kittle is the top three. Ebron played thirty percent of the snaps last week and I mean he's catching touchdowns. I'm not denying it. He is, and he's got touchdowns. the the superior court. I mean, but, luck is hot right now. Um but Kit- yes, sir, sure, and he loves his tight end yeah, luck. So. He always has. Um, but yeah, I agree. I believe in Doyle more than Ebron, though. I would rather have Doyle than Ebron. That's crazy, but I, I'm not gonna. I, I just don't think he can keep up this pace. But I might be wrong. Very often are. Very often. Are. Yeah, very often, very often. But <clears throat> um, he also has Ingram too. I, you know, I like Ingram yeah, he- as well. But, uh, yeah, so an A-plus, I don't know if I agree with an A-plus, mainly because it was the guy I traded with. I don't want to see that. But you're right. He needed to do something. I'm proud of him for doing something. Uh, Marlon Mack probably isn't going to be his RB2 um, going forward. I don't see a, a big RB2 from Mack. So it was a, a decent move. Okay, and then uh, we have Rich, who made an interesting trade um, with Charles. And I gave what, Rich what a B-minus. Uh, I thought that he smartly, once again, I think trade deadline, really before the trade deadline, I think you'd look at your team, decide what is my, what is my ceiling this year? Uh, is there a keeper, right? Am I, am I looking at next year? Um, depending on the league and Rich has all these wide receivers. So smartly, I think he sat and thought I should move one of these receivers and he's weak at running back. So that just, it makes sense. So I appreciate him doing that. That's why he's not in the C or lower. I just think he could have got higher value either out of AJ Green or moved one of his other receivers to get somebody better than, you know, Philip Lindsay is, is okay. He's fine. But in the playoffs, AJ Green, if he's healthy, he's going to be putting up 20 to 30 and Lindsay's probably 10 to 15. Yeah. And in ret- it's, it's easy to see that it like, this is one of the few trades that immediately backfires when uh, Cooper Cup goes down, and now you've traded AJ Green as well, and now you only have two great receivers instead yeah, of four. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that this is. I mean, Ernie, I don't think probably would have made any move, but I think Ernie would have had to have been intrigued if you shopped him an AJ Green because Ernie's so comfortably he's already clinched a buy, uh, and Ernie would be even scarier yeah. if he had AJ Green and Rich maybe could have gotten I don't know a James White who I, I personally think I like better than Philip Lindsay. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't cha- uh, trade James White for A.J. Green at the time because there was some rumblings that Green would have been out for two to three weeks, and now they're talking about how he might come back this week. But at the time of the deadline, I would have not traded White. I would have tried to do Duke Johnson 
coming off of his strong game and like another piece, maybe a smaller piece. But I think that would have it might have worked. But Ernie is not a the trading guy. Like he's not going to go negotiate with you. It's you send him a trade. And yeah, it's yes uh, I, I agree. I, I don't think, but it just to shop him a little more. I just feel like you probably could have got more for AJ Green. But I appreciate that Rich did recognize. He should move a receiver, get a running back. And so that's why it's still a B minus. I, I thought it was it's a smart move. Make solidify your starters because Rich is gonna make the playoffs. Yes, I agree. The process was correct. The execution not so much. Probably should have traded one of those Rams receivers and gotten uh, a bigger running back back uh, than Philip Lindsay, especially because Royce Freeman's coming back this week and that's gonna cap Lindsay even I think he might even be less than 15 points a week. He might be a, t- a 10 to single-digit guy if it goes really wrong. So, but trading AJ Green, I guess it made sense at the time because he could have been out for a month. Let me ask you this, and I bring it in up in my little uh, write-up: Would you have given him Nick Chubb for AJ Green? No, I needed a tight end more than a receiver. If you see my team with receivers, I mean. I got T.Y. Hilton in my wide receiver three spot. Uh, A.J. Green wouldn't have been an upgrade over that by too much. So I wouldn't have given him Chubb at all. <laughs> Maybe O.J. Howard and something. Yeah. I, I just, you know, overall fine, but maybe could have got more. Yeah. Yeah. The na- it was such a tricky spot. That's why I, I would have tried. I actually went after Cooper Cup. Um, a little bit. We had a little bit of discussions because I was trying to get Dion Lewis, which we'll get into that. How fucking ugh, Dean is an asshole. That's 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 going to come up in a second. But uh, I was gonna. The plan was to get Dion Lewis all along, and I was seeing if I could flip Dion plus uh, Ty or something for uh, a Cooper Cup for Brandon Cooks. But he wasn't too interested yeah. in Dion Lewis. Very few were, except for you. <laughs> I don't know why Dion Lewis. I, yeah. I, well, we'll get to all of me. Uh, I made a lot of trades. Okay, so let's go on uh, to you. Yeah, no, you know, it was tough because I'm obviously biased. I gave myself a B, which I thought was pretty solid. Yeah, you can't yeah. grade yourself, whatever. But why didn't you make uh, at least the – or how, how much of an attempt did you make to upgrade your tight end? Because that's clearly the source. So here's what I – I planned on going sort of like Ernie into it, especially when I found out Le'Veon was not going to come back. Um, I like where my team's at. I, I put it up there on a good week with any team, but um, I was with Jason and that fat. That's who I'm talking about uh, on Saturday night. And he got a trade offer from Jason Noah and fat shared with me that Noah was offering up Ertz, Thielen and uh, one other player. I forget who it was uh, for Le'Veon Bell. And so mm-hmm. I wow. thought, and so in my opinion, I'm looking at Jason Noah and I'm going, he must be wanting a keeper for next year, which I assume was his strategy, unless he thought Le'Veon was going to change his mind. So I started working and sent Jano some trades involving Zeke and was willing to move Zeke if I could get Thielen. Uh, and I asked for a big, a big haul, Thielen, Ertz, and Fournette, um, but... I was testing to see if Jason was just selling out for this year, looking for a keeper. Um, he came back yeah. to me with uh, Thielen, Ertz, and Aaron Jones for Alshon, Jeffrey, and Zeke, which is not—it's not crazy. Uh, Aaron Jones went no. off, but that's against Dolphins defense, who suck against the run. Uh, 
but it was just too much. Yeah. <laughs> they do. They suck really bad against the run. They're good against the pass, though. I like your defense, yeah. but that's another so, podcast. Uh, anyway, so the, other than that, I didn't really make too much of a pull. I, once again, I like my lineup. I know I'm weak at tight end, but I don't want to mess with anything else. I like the other parts, uh, so I, I stayed still. Once I had Connor, had Le'Veon come back, I would have been more active because I wouldn't have felt like I could beat Ernie with Connor as a sharing carries. No, and going back to. Uh, Jason Noah's trade that that was intriguing I think uh, it's tough to pull the trigger on that Jason couldn't have done that original trade for you because although he does get a nice keeper he's also taking himself out of that number one pick and that's nearly as valuable as a keeper to be honest it might be more valuable because look at who uh you know who you can get with the first pick you can get Barkley you can get Kamara you get that type of player plus a keeper who should be a good player so he couldn't have done that it was a, a good try for you, though, because they're, you know, they're, if you're drunk enough, that might. Right. Might Unfortunately, you know, it doesn't drink or maybe I could have got it. No, no. You needed to go to somebody else that was more uh, apt to do get, uh, to get drunk right at the right. correct time. <clears throat> well, I, I, I traded Gronk, so this isn't me trying to persuade you for Gronk, but I do think that would have been a nice gamble for you because Gronk's probably going to do at the minimum what Najoku is going to do. Like, honestly. They're probably the same floor, but the ceiling for Gronk is just like you you win the league if he pops back being Gronk, which, I mean, there's not a guarantee. I'd say there's probably a 40 to 45% chance he comes back and is 100% Gronk, and then in that case, your team would be unstoppable. I think it, I think it was worth the gamble on your part, but you, you obviously didn't think uh, it. Yeah, I thought, you know, I, I think that what's happening with uh, – with Gronk is they're going to basically shut him down for the playoffs. I mean, he may come back for a week or two, but I think Gronk's going to retire, and but he's going to give um, uh, he's going to give one more playoff run, and and so yeah, I, I don't sell. So I don't think I don't value Gronk that high, and the rest of my team that I do value can all start. So if I give up an Edelman or an Alshon, um, then I, I take a lot of hidden points. I'd rather just roll with Olsen or Joku. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I I don't go that far for Gronk. I think at the at the minute he's not going to sit out. First of all, the Patriots uh, have to start winning some games here too. They they're not going to be resting guys. I don't think, especially since uh, you know Edelman got banged up too. The running game may not be the same. I don't know, but uh, this is a good segue to my team because the Gronk is really what initiated all three of these trades. So let me give a little. I'm not going to go forever on this, but a, a little bit of background to my thinking to see if I could raise up that C minus grade okay. that you gave me. I'm trying to try to lawyer up the lawyer, if you will. Okay, so um, I had to win immediately and Gronk was out and he had to buy the next week, which is now this week. Um, so he wasn't going to help me win. If I lose one game in the next two weeks, I, I was thinking I would be out. So I had to beat Casey. Had to beat Casey. Um, Gronk, then, you know, I had to try to shop him. And I did. I shopped him heavily, as you as you are well aware. And so when Dean showed some interest, it was to get Dion Lewis, who would have been the nice flex player. Once I got that trade kind of in order, it was okay to trade Chubb for Kittle. And as well as MVS. The problem with this plan 
was that Dean kind of went back on the trade that we had in uh, on Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever it was, and he wanted more. So it was originally supposed to be Sammy Watkins and Gronk for Deion Lewis, straight up. We had it all arranged. All of a sudden, he comes back. Oh, Gronk's out this week. I want more. And I said, fuck you, Dean. Literally, I said that. Well, not really. Right. I, th- I was thinking that. Um, so out of principle, I no longer could work with Dean for that. So that, But the problem was I had already traded for Kittle. So I'm sitting there with Kittle and Gronk, and I had to I had to get rid of Gronk, I felt like, to have a chance to win. And it kind of exploded all in my face in a way that caused me to go after Jordan Howard, who had a terrible week. Well, you no, know, it's fu- funny, a butterfly effect, because I think uh, – I actually was looking at Jordan Howard as a high value, and – Jano, as I told you, ended up offering me uh, Aaron Jones, Thielen, and Ertz for Zeke and Alshon. Um, it right when I was about to propose him a version that's close to that trade with Jordan Howard that I would have accepted. I saw your trade go through. Um, so interesting, interesting. I do think Jordan Howard has some value. He, it was just a weird week last week. I still think when he has a. a a bad defense that he's going to be a strong play. So yeah, I, I have Jordan Howard in another league. I think he's a touchdown guy. Um, but anyways, I understand. Don't trust the now they learn that one last thing. One last thing before I, before I let you critique it again. So Chubb, the other reason why I traded Chubb, there's no doubt in my mind that this week Chubb was going to have a good week against Atlanta. And also this is by far the best game Chubb's going to have for the rest of the year. I'm pretty convinced about that. He doesn't catch the ball, which was the big concern I had and why I was willing to trade him. And at least Deion Lewis catches the ball. So his floor is a little bit higher than Chubb's. And, uh, you know, no buy for Deion Lewis, a buy for Chubb. So that was the other last piece of the puzzle. Okay, that's it. So I didn't, you know, I thought a C- minus was generous. Granted, you had about the worst possible week as far as who you gave up going off that you can have. But you still pull the W, which is what's important. So that all doesn't matter in theory if that's a one-week thing and you still got a victory. But I thought that you overpaid for Kittle. Um, I I just – I felt like – once again, this gets back to our Ebron, Kittle. I think that Javi was in a position of vulnerability because he had so many tight ends. You almost had leverage there. Uh, because you know he's got to move one of them. Now, you don't know if I'm going to come in and try and grab one of his tight ends, but still, I think you could have probably uh, gotten a little bit more, given a little less. Deion Lewis. Yeah, well, don't forget MVS. I mean, MVS was a big part of that trade, too. I mean, he's not yeah. he's not a nobody. So that's what tipped the scale. I wouldn't have done it. I, I just, once again, I don't think Aaron Rodgers, other than Devontae Adams, I don't really trust anybody on his team. Um, and I I don't. I mean, really? Jimmy Graham would be an upgrade for me, but I don't think, you know, Randall Cobb will have a week of 20 and then a week of two. Um, so I didn't like the moves you made. I don't like Deion Lewis. I just don't trust him. Uh, and, you know, it paid at least one weekend. It seems to be that you made some mistakes, but we'll see over uh, the next few weeks. Well, I disagree with MVS. I think he's pretty. He's going to be pretty reliable going forward. Cobb, I mean, Cobb's out again. Cobb's he's he's no threat to MVS, and he's really talented. Um, but I hear you. 
it was all about trying to I have to try to put my best foot forward this week against Ernie. And with Chubb on the bench, I would have had no chance, I don't think. So I'd rather have Kittle on the bench and then Deion Lewis, at least. Even though, like, looking at Ernie going forward, the motherfucker is projected for, like, 160 points. It's ridiculous. Yeah. As are you this week, by the way. You have a good projection this week, too. But All right. Uh, fair enough. I'll take a C. I'll, I'll take a C. I'm going to round it up to a C. <laughs> hey, I, there's nobody starting Corey Davis, though, last week, let's be honest, except Dean. And you're... Right, I, I know Corey Davis is one of the most frustrating people uh, in the league. So he was. I, was I, I don't blame him. me for giving him up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was. He, all he does is beat the Patriots. That's, that's, that's the only thing he does. Um, okay, so uh, did we have any other trades after that? I mean, you have Dean. What do you think of Dean's? Uh, well, you know, I'm not an MVS guy, so um, yeah, I think that uh, he won. He shopped Deion Lewis heavy. It happened. He got somebody to take him. So I gave him a C-plus for that. He's going to live or die with Dalvin Cook. He's told me as much. That's obvious. I don't think this is – unfortunately, I really like Dalvin Cook. He was great for me last year for two or three weeks, whatever it was, um, and then got hurt. I, I don't think – I mean, I don't think Dean's a championship team. So I gave him a passing grade. He improved perhaps. He took a shot. But I think his ceiling is perhaps, probably yeah. just making the playoffs. But I what I want to talk well, about is Casey. Yeah. So yeah, okay, Casey sure. deserves that F. He's earned that F. He is the classic example <laughs> of why having two quarterbacks is never really a great thing unless you can actually get some value for them. Um, they waste away on your bench. No, and yeah. It always makes it harder because you're going to mess up at least a few times every year, if not more, where one's going to put up 35 and the other one puts up 19 and you feel like an idiot and Casey has lost six of his last seven makes no moves and is just sinking and sinking into a pit of despair and clearly failed (laughs) yeah he was he was put in a tough spot because the trade deadline happened on Saturday uh, and he was in a big hole to me on Thursday so like is he supposed to make a trade to try to catch up for this week except the loss shoot for next week like what was he supposed to do with that he's got to move a quarterback i mean you got it there's yeah but who needs a quarter who the problem is who's taking a quarterback dean needs a quarterback and dean i know reached out to casey and tried to get one of his quarterbacks and was willing to offer a Dion lewis uh and a and a receiver uh so you know that that's you'd never get true value for those quarterbacks and casey's a guy who overvalues his players but you got to make a move when you yes. lost six out of seven. So. <clears throat> oh, I, I completely agree. It's just. Yeah. I mean, who are his two quarterbacks again? Remind me. I don't Drew Brees and Jared Goff, number three and five on the season in quarterback value. Yeah. I mean, I'm the only, yeah. I mean, Dean, I, Dean was telling me how he was going after Goff. I don't know how much I believed exactly what was going down with what was offered and what was talked about i think those are two different things i just can't imagine giving up much for golf you know if i'm dean I, I even Dion lewis is too much for no, golf. dean just nobody was going to give him anything for Dion lewis until you came along so yeah i like Dion lewis man he catches the ball and he's the only guy he's getting 19 15 and plus he gets, he gets poached he gets poached his, his ceiling's low 
Yeah, he gets poached. Yeah, stupid fucking Henry did that. But uh, the last two weeks before he had a touchdown, so two yeah. weeks in a row with a touchdown. That Patriots game was weird, though. Huh? What the how did the yeah, the Patriots do that every year? Usually, it's with us when they play in Miami, but they beat a team that they should. Yeah, they yeah, they true. get or beat the Jets, by yeah. like twenty by a team they should have beaten. It's just their thing. Yeah, it, it makes no sense. <laughs> um, lastly, with Jason Martinez, um, should he have done I think anything? so. I mean, I think my grade, my D was really an overall grade for his handling of Connor and Bell. He probably should get an F, honestly, for his handling of Connor and Bell. Uh, you know, I get at the yeah. beginning of the year that you thought Le'Veon was going to come back week three, four, five. Uh, but the fact that he could have gotten Connor for probably – uh, Demarius Thomas and just told me, nah. I mean, that was the end of his season right there. That was the demise of his his season. Yeah, yeah would've I would've been I, I would have been somewhere probably around the eight seed right now. Um, and he just, you got to do something. He's stayed, if you look at it, if you look at the lowest points against in the league, it's like Javi, it's all these teams that are ranked pretty high. Javi, uh, Rich, and then it's sure. like Fat, who's Dead last. He's in 10th, yet he has the third best schedule in theory to go against. He's that bad. And I think it's just because he sat in limbo overvaluing, you know, his players and not doing anything about the Le'Veon Bell situation. Um, so I think at the very least, he should have done like something like Dean. Make a move and just hope maybe somebody gets hot and he wins a couple games, makes the playoffs. Or sets himself up for toilet bowl, yeah. which right now I think like I wrote, I think Jason Noah's kind of scary. Um, oh, yeah. Especially if, I mean, he, he took the chance on Gronk and Watkins, which Dean pussied out because he wanted that extra little, he wanted Chris Thompson. And even that was like not that much, but I was like, fuck yeah. you, Dean, you asshole. Um, but now that's going to be on Jason's team with Leonard Fournette back and uh, Aaron Jones, who looks pretty good. That's a, that is a good team. It's got a lot of, here's the thing. Ernie is so dominant that I think I rewarded people who acquired or kept people who have high ceilings. Cause I think to beat Ernie, you got to put up yeah. 170. And so a lot mm-hmm. of teams that like, for instance, you, I scored you down, even though you probably made moves that would get you on average higher, maybe moves you from a 120 to a 130 on a bad or, or a decent week. But I think you have to get those players that can really break out to have any chance at winning. And, yeah. uh, and I think Jason, he has that puncher's chance. I don't know if he'll get into the playoffs, but I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't want to play him. Uh, I'd much, I'd much rather play. No, somebody. no, I, I do. I play him one more time this week or um, this year too, which I was banking on a victory. And it's no longer a victory, but you're absolutely right. I will fully admit I was not looking for that player to help me beat Ernie. I'm looking to just make the playoffs at this point and then hope for the best in the playoffs to keep the playoff streak going. So uh, that's, I, I will fully admit that's what I was trying to do. Maybe it's the wrong choice, but I got to make the playoffs before I can beat it. Yeah. Early, that's so. a, it's a, you know, loser's mentality, but good for you. Yep. Hey, it's been a tough year. I've been playing guys on their best weeks all the time. And it's, it's a taxing, taxing feeling to always go against 150, 100. I know I went through it for, weeks, for at least five weeks. So. You did it too. It's yeah, it stopped for you. Hopefully, it stops for me too. It stopped this week. Played a, a pretty crappy Casey team this week um, in terms of points. So yes, that was nice. Finally, 
All right, that's uh, that's it because I got softball in five minutes. I'm gonna go play softball at 8:50 at night, and it's cold, but that's how dedicated I am. Um, Have fun. Don't get injured. Our group can't okay. take any more injuries. <laughs> I'll try. Oh, I don't hustle like Dean, so there's no uh, okay, injury risk good. on that. Have fun. I have a strict, strict no hustle policy. All right. Thank you, Justin. Very nice. Keep it up. Hopefully that becomes your thing where uh, we, you know, that you're the trade guru. You, you grade the trades as they come in. I think that's a nice yes, role. Yes, I'm on it. And uh, I'll do it once a year, just like Dean does his power rankings. Sure. Yeah. One, maybe Fair twice. Enough. Maybe twice All if right. we're lucky. All right, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate Thank it. You, and uh, good luck to you this week. All right. Bye. All right. There's a fear.